I, I wish I could just keep messing up and getting better opportunities. <laughs> like the, the you, it's the least deserving player that you praise mm-hmm. in anything we've talked about. Mm-hmm. In, in, in any sport, any medium, even like take entertainment too. He's the least deserving person that gets the unforgettable ones praise. Yes, that's why I'm like this. Like I, I don't even think he deserves you to be happy for him. Don't bother me. I'm working. 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 Don't work it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am the unforgettable one himself. Charles is always daydreaming. And we are two guys that like BS and at work. And I'm going to tell you what some BS. What was some BS is we got the matchup we all wanted. We got the matchup. Unless our particular team or your particular team was in the Super Bowl, this is probably the matchup everybody wanted to see. The GOAT versus the guy that we think can one day be the GOAT. The two best offenses in the league, which, by the way, I don't think ever has happened in the Super Bowl era where the top two offenses played each other in the Super Bowl. We got the matchup we wanted. There were storylines all around. Everything was set up to be an epic Super Bowl, and yet it was a complete dud. Unless you are a Buccaneers fan and or Tom Brady fan and or just wanted to see the Bucs win and or hate Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But if you're like anybody else that just wanted to see a good game, you were highly disappointed because the matchup that we thought we wanted was not the game we deserved. Wow. Yeah. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got to agree with you. It wasn't the game any of us wanted, but I wasn't like completely dead during the game. Uh, for those who don't know or might not be aware, at least here in the tri-state area, we've been getting hit with snow the last week or two. And the day of the Super Bowl, it was snowing around here pretty heavily, ruining a lot of people's plans and yada, yada, yada. So I was happy. It was kind of a blowout. I got to drive home at the beginning of the fourth quarter, get home in time. To, to watch the ceremony and all that stuff because it was pretty much over at the beginning of the fourth quarter, not because there wasn't enough time necessarily, but the Bucks defensive line was just so dominant and the Kansas city offense was just that dead for real. Like, and, and this is one of those things where it kind of justifies why some teams haven't picked up Eric, the enemy. I got to keep it real. Me and you have said, what is it? NFL racism, keeping this guy out of the job or yada, yada, yada. But the Kansas City Chiefs offense made zero adjustments. No, they just kept trying the same stuff over and over again. It was like a person in Madden, once their favorite play gets blown up, they just keep trying the same play and and don't really know what else to run or who else to try. Not not, not to mention Patrick Mahomes was the last person to blame on the Chiefs side for any of this. He would scramble. He ran something crazy like over 400 yards. No, no, almost five. Almost 500 yards. Almost 500 yards. And he was hitting people in the numbers and in the face. They were dropping the ball. So him not getting a touchdown, kudos to the Buccaneers defense, and boo to all the Chiefs weapons that really decided to lay lay an egg at the worst possible time. And that's all that really was. They just didn't play the game that you know they wanted to play. It was one of those days, like, like the adage goes. Any given Sunday, right? And that Sunday, the Buccaneers were firing on all cylinders. The Giants fan in me was proud of JPP. I don't know if you're going to ask me about JPP, but I want to let you know off rip. The Giants fan in me, I was like, hell yeah, Jason Pierre-Paul. Well, JPP is undefeated in the playoffs, so he's the GOAT. That's crazy, dude. That's, I heard the, that. He's too. the real GOAT. He's the real like, that, that's, a, that's an awesome career stat. Like, if JPP retired right now, is he Hall of Fame? Probably not. But between two franchises, he'll always be remembered and loved and probably make the ring of honor at both MetLife and down there, Raymond James. So I think individual performances could be the story. Obviously, Tom Brady. Every anybody listening to this already well, knows. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we move on, I do want to I do want to touch on the B, B enemy thing. Oh, good. Here's my one problem with that. And I'm not trying to defend him because he's black. Here's the problem. It's hard to make adjustments when you're on your like 
third string offensive line and your quarterback is running for his life every single time he drops back, especially when he was pressured a well over 50% of the time, which is the most in Super Bowl history. And they only blitzed like five times all game. So that just told you their front four was just getting pressure the entire time. It's, it's kind of hard to make adjustments when that's happening. Cause you, it, it stops anything that you're trying to do now. Could they have ran some more screens or something like that? Maybe, maybe that's the only adjustment, but I will say this to your second point, the weapons failed them because, and I, and I want to, and I want to, and, and I'm taking no pleasure in this because he's a Cleveland boy. So everybody's going to get say, Oh, why are you always making fun of the Cleveland guy? Travis Kelsey became the Travis Kelsey that I known him to be before Patrick Mahomes got there. Travis Kelsey for almost his entire career was always one of the top tight ends in the league. But when Alex Smith was his quarterback or when other guys was his quarterback, he came up small in the playoffs every single year. I've seen a couple times when they faced my Steelers. Now to his credit, when Patrick Mahomes got there, he didn't come up small in the playoffs, but that's also because it was Patrick Mahomes. That's also because be enemy and Andy Reid in the system that they ran that they ran these guys were wide open all the time so it's easy to not come up small when you're getting wide open you know throws and you could just easily just make a play and do what you do in the regular season once again he was the avatar when the world needed him most or the Chiefs world needed him most homeboy vanished uh he had three crucial drops and people say Tyreek Hill drop that was a hard catch. It hit him in the face, but he was like trying to twerk his body the other way and all this other stuff. That was a hard catch. I can't get mad at him for dropping that pass. But but uh, Travis Kelsey was the Travis Kelsey that I've seen, which is why I was never really a Travis Kelsey fan because he talks a lot of crap and he's really braggadocious and that's good. But again, you know, Gronk was like that too, but Gronk also killed you in the postseason, not just in the regular season. Travis Kelsey before Patrick Mahomes got there, notoriously shrank in the playoffs. And nobody said nothing about it because the Chiefs were never supposed to be a Super Bowl contender before Patrick Mahomes got there. But now that Patrick Mahomes is there and they're supposed to be the next dynasty, he has to step up. He's their probably their second best player on the team. They need him because he was open. That was the adjustment. The adjustment was, okay, you want to triple team Tyreek Hill and do all this other stuff? We're going to run underneath stuff for Travis Kelsey and gas the medium part of the field, and we will meticulously go down the, down the field. But if Travis Kelsey is not catching those passes, they can't do what they want to do. And when it comes to the Chiefs' weapons, everybody's talking about the weapons, the weapons, the weapons, and they say, oh, well, Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be this good if he was on another team. I'm like, yes, he would. I hate to say this. Tyreek Hill is not this elite weapon that everybody makes him out to be. He is a speedster. He is one of those guys you put him in the open field. He is hard to tackle. But I don't look at him as like an elite receiver the way I look at a DeAndre Hopkins, a Devontae Adams, a Julio Jones, stuff like that. He's a he's a big play guy. He he's like a Mike uh, a Mike Thomas when he was on um, the Steelers. You know what I mean? He's just a big play threat. But you put him in another system where he might not have the quarterback or anything. I don't know how great he's going to be. But I so, don't know. I, but to your counter, but to, uh, to counterpoint, I don't know how you can't blame a lack of adjustments and, and put it solely on the offensive line. They're playing in the Super Bowl. They beat the Bills. They beat the Browns, neither of which have, you know, cheesy defensive lines necessarily. So saying, oh, well, they're on like their third offensive line. Yeah, no, but, 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 the they, but they all got hurt. But Eric Fisher got hurt in the AFC, at the end of the AFC championship game. That's a huge, that's he's their best. But, that, but, that, but, but there's no adjustments to the offense. Like that has nothing to do. To your point, uh, Hill isn't, you know, Megatron out there. It's a, he's not that type of, of wide receiver. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes was scrambling, was buying time, and th- there was no real offensive adjustment. It doesn't, it doesn't I guess, come I down guess, to adjusting the left tackle. Yeah, no, no. But I guess my – well, first of all, that's a big deal. As a Giants fan, you know that. Yeah, um, but, but and that's why I'm saying it, it, that's a really – like you're not giving – the, the the four linemen on the Bucks enough credit. It wasn't that the O-line was, oh, well, but what are we going to do with this O-line? They, they were just doing that. They were having an all-time performance. Oh, no, As no. As a Giants no, fan, no, no, no. I know. But that's my point. But that's my point. But that's my point. 
That's my point. I don't know how much I could blame Eric Bieniemy because it was a mixture of you're playing a great defensive line who played their butts off, and 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 a offensive line that was that had a backup at every single position, at least a backup in every single position. Some of them, they were on their third string guy. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know what adjustments can be made when you can't protect. Because as you know, as a Giant fan, when you can't protect, there's not there's only so much you can do. And that's the point. It's not even like they were blitzing because Patrick Mahomes is great against the blitz. What was making that work was their front four was getting pressure and nobody was open because they can drop everybody back in the coverage. And that's what I'm saying. Again, with the, with the adjustments, the Chiefs' weapons aren't that great. What makes Andy Reid and Eric Bannemi great is they run these gadget plays that get these guys open and get these guys in space because that's the type of weapons that they are. So, which is why the point is for Eric Bannemi, like, get him a job because what he's going to do when he goes to your team is he's, no matter how bad or good your weapons are, he will at least diagram plays to get your guys open. And unless it's a situation like this in which you know, a team could just drop everybody back into coverage and 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 ransack your quarterback with their front four because almost any nobody can do anything against that. As, like I said, as, as a Giants fan, you know that because you beat Brady in the greatest offense of all time because you were able to do that. You were able to get to, with him to him with just four defensive linemen and drop everybody else back in coverage so the great weapons that they had could not get open that game. And that's the great Tom Brady and the great Randy Moss and the great and one of the greatest offenses the game had ever seen. So, you know what I mean? I'm not going to kill the enemy for doing something that Bill Belichick couldn't do. I you mean, <laughs> you can't, we, we can't act like this isn't the same offense. I understand the offensive line thing, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Do you think that uh, Tom Brady deserved to be the MVP? No, I, I think, well, yes and no. No, because it should have been either Shaq Barrett or Devin White. Somebody on that defense should have been MVP. But because you can't really, dis, uh, you know, d- differentiate anybody on the defense, you give it to Tom Brady because it's just easier to do it that way. Uh, so, and, I, and, I, and like I said, I said the same thing when, when Eli, speaking of those Giants, I, I thought, uh, Michael Strahan or somebody on the defensive line should win MVP for that game. When you hold, like I said, when you hold the greatest offense of all time to 14 points, somebody on your defense should win MVP. But they gave it to Manning, and that and that's and that's the NFL. And matter of fact, I w- I'm gonna get into that later because me and you talked about this on our last pod. And I want to reiterate it because I texted you that night. I was really pissed off about the offseason awards. Um, but we'll get into that later. We'll, we'll break down the Super Bowl a little bit more before we get into that. But that's the NFL. So he shouldn't have won MVP. Speaking, you're happy for JPP. I'm happy for my boy Antonio Brown. Very happy for him. Not only did he win a ring, but he did c- contribute. He had a, a decent game and he had a touchdown. So uh, I'm very happy for him. And he was humbled. He, you know, he cried. He gave Brady all the credit. And you can tell this was a dude that finally turned his life around, which I'm very happy about because I will maintain this to the day I die. Antonio Brown is one of the greatest receivers of all time, one of the greatest receivers we will ever see in our lives. And the fact that he kind of self-sabotaged his own career, uh, it broke my heart because I really thought we were watching all-time greatness. So I'm hoping that this is his redemption tour. I'm hoping that... You know, he stays on the Bucks next year or goes to another team and continues to ball out. And hopefully that his ugly pass is finally behind him. I think you're kind of putting too much hope into he's ever going to have a thousand yard season again. Um, he really was inconsequential up until the Super Bowl. He, he was he wasn't Antonio Brown of the Steelers in this run. He was David Tyree. He had, he had two good catches. Well, no. Well, hold on. He was Brady's most targeted uh, uh, receiver the last stretch of the regular season. He hurt his knee in the Saints game, so he didn't get to play the, the Saints in in the in the Packers game. So that's the only reason why he didn't really contribute during them. But he but he was having an he was actually playing really well towards the end of the year, and he was Brady's number one target those last I think like five weeks of the season. No, he wasn't. He he still wasn't Steelers AB, but he would. You can see that he was starting to get get his rhythm back before that injury. I mean, 
<laughs> what do you consider getting the rhythm back? Because uh, because he did not, he did not, he had one hundred yard over one game over a hundred yards. It was against the Falcons. He had eleven receptions for one hundred and thirty eight yards, averaging about twelve and a half with two touchdowns. He had only one, two, three, four, four other games after the Saints game that he even scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he is that. I think he's the the product of Tom Brady's offense. He, there's no difference between him and insert any other good, decent wide receiver here. Brandon Lloyd, you know, in his prime was was doing these type of numbers on the Patriots. But but, but I also think but I also think that was by design. I also think that was a way to make sure he was going to be humble. Because remember, Bruce Arians didn't want any part of him. Tom Brady advocated for him to come back. So I think this was a test. Like, hey, look, he's not going to be our featured guy, and let's see how he acts when he's not the featured guy. And to to his credit, he handled it with class and humility. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen if he goes to another team and he's the one, number one, or maybe maybe the number two receiver. You know what I mean? I my my point is, I believe in his talent and his work ethic. And I believe if given that right opportunity, he can be a thousand yard receiver again. It's not I, I don't think there is that opportunity to be had. Not trolling, I swear to God. Like I disagree with you how how high you rank him, but it has nothing to do with the level of talent he is. You know what I mean? Like I'm not denying how talented Antonio Brown is, or but I'm kind of saying how talented Antonio Brown was. His last thousand yard season was obviously his last season with the Steelers. That was 2018. That's going on three seasons ago. You are what you were the last time you played. And if, like I said, he it's not like he did anything in that Super Bowl that was, oh, my God, only Antonio Brown could do this. No, absolutely not. Okay. So if any other slot receiver could have been there to catch those passes, to his credit, he was there and he did catch those passes. Well, no, I, 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 guess, I guess what I'm also saying is on the other side, Le'Veon Bell didn't even play. So, you know what I mean? So, well, yeah, I, 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 that annoyed me too. Like, I, like as a fan of, of everybody, of all the different names that were in the Super Bowl, but Antonio Brown had five receptions for 22 yards. His longest catch was 16 yards. He had one touchdown. Yeah. I'm, I, again, I'm not saying he was a superstar. What I'm saying is, know, but, but I think it was, you, it was a great start. You, isn't letting you grasp, but this is the, this is the end. This is the end. Like, I don't like if he comes back, he does. If he gets another thousand yard season, he deserves comeback player of the year. Let me, let me say that right now. If he gets a, a thousand yard season ever again, he should be in the lead for a comeback player of the year. Uh, barring, you know, some other player that came back the same year from some type of devastating injury. Right. He derailed his own career. Yeah. No, like, like, and I'm not, and I'm not, and he's also what? 30, he's 32. 32. So he's still fairly young, even for a football player. And I'm not saying he's going to go back to being the best receiver in the league. No, I'm what I'm saying is I'm glad to see him back in the league. I'm glad to see him getting his set, you know, his, his technically his 20th chance. Um, but, but really his second shot at the league. Um, I'm just glad to see it. And, ho- and I'm hoping for his success, whatever that means, even if he's never in a thousand yard receiver again, as long as he's happy, healthy, and playing and, and, in, and in a good place mentally and emotionally, that's all I'm, that's all I want. And if he and if he's a thousand yard receiver again, that'll be even better. But I'm not I'm not holding my breath on that. The only reason he's in the league is Tom Brady. That's the only reason. Like there he didn't show I, I, any, I agree. I agree. anything this season to justify the roster spot. The only reason he was there was because Tom Brady said I want Antonio Brown. His no, career would have been his career would have been over in 2019. I, I agree. I, no, no, I'm not saying you're arguing. I, I, I'm just, I, it's, so, I don't understand how this dude got a, a ring. Like, like it's crazy. It, like this dude, you fucked up and messed around and got a ring. It's it, he, he's the like the least deserving, arguable Hall of Famer that ever existed. It's not arguable. He's a Hall of Famer. That's no, not- it's arguable. Like he's really like, like if you want to keep arguing all your, you know, your little BS arguments for Big Ben. There's a big one there now, seeing how he hasn't had a thousand yard season. And the only reason he hasn't had a thousand yard season was him. Yeah, I mean, like you you want to say, oh, if he's in the perfect situation, there is never going to be a situation that an offense has Antonio Brown as their number one receiver and is above 500. That is never going to happen. Well, I, I say win games. I said a thousand yard season. Yeah, if he has a thousand yard season, it's for the Jets and, the, and they went one and 15. Right. Well, okay. <laughs> that doesn't make you a that doesn't make you a Hall of Famer. If Calvin Johnson could be in the Hall of Fame, well, that that's the argument too, though. Like, okay. like, I, like that's the give or take. Me and you kind of agree. 
if Calvin Johnson's in, you can't really leave AB out. There's an argument because of the off the field stuff, the TO stuff me and you've talked about before, yada, 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 right? Yeah, he, but, 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 if, but if Megatron gets in where we're going off stats, you do have that argument for AB. So I'm not arguing that with you. I, but I'm also in the camp of, I don't know if Megatron's ever going to get in. Like, it's not like me or you have a vote. Me or you would be well, no, Megatron just got in. Megatron just got in. Megatron just got in? Oh, I'm old. Yeah, on Saturday. I'm old. He just got in first battle Hall of Fame. And now, and of course, Claude, shout out to Claudius. Uh, Megatron was only the seventh receiver to ever get in first ballot. So now Claude's argument is that's how you know he's top 10 all time. And I'm like, yeah, no. That's, that's how you know. That's how you know I was uncle over this weekend hanging out with my nephew because I was doing laundry and hanging out with my family on Saturday. Super yeah. football, football was Sunday. And even then I had it like it was on that. I'm watching, but I'm not necessarily listening to whatever is going on if it's not football. Yeah, no, no. It's Antonio Brown. Did, did, he won't get in first ballot because of the off the field stuff. But because he doesn't deserve to be first ballot on the field. Yes, he does. There's no. There's you. Come cannot, on, man. Come off, on. Like, like you can't. You can't discount the career he's had the last two years either. That counts as on the field. That's fine. But that, that, so he's not first ballot. How is so because so because he didn't do anything for two years that that discredits. The rest of his career, he was in the league ten years. Yes, he's been in the league ten years. All ten years, he doesn't have eight thousand yard seasons. He has six consecutive, which nobody else has done. Six consecutive, yes. That which nobody else has done. Nobody in the history of the game did what he did. In the history, including Jerry Rice, including Randy Moss, including Terrell. You're the one ruining your own argument, comparing AB to better wide receivers, greater wide receivers. No. Yes. No. Yes. Like, like, like. Oh my God! He had six thousand yard seasons back to back to back. He like he was the only person on the Steelers. And then when in the, in a different breath, you're gonna tell me how great Big Ben is. Which one is it? So so wait. So Joe Montana can't be good because he had Jerry Rice, and Jerry Rice can't be good because what? What do you mean? You can't have two great you, players. You up Big Ben to a certain point. Is Big Ben the one that galvanizes your Steelers, or or was he being carried by all this talent like Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown? Because there's a real lack of winning from the Steelers during this era that you're that you're really praising. So I'm just trying to understand if you guys have all this Hall of Fame talent, if you guys had all this Hall of Fame talent and doesn't produce anything, how is it a guaranteed anything? Megatron is better than Antonio Brown. He quit before he fell off. Wait a minute. 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 That, that makes zero sense. We made the playoffs four of those six years. We went to the AFC Championship. What do you mean lack of winning? You didn't win shit. There was no – you didn't win. So we didn't win a – we didn't win a – Yes, a if you have all this Bowl. Hall of Fame talent. This is, you have all this Hall of Fame talent. You're the one calling it Hall of Fame talent. I don't think AB is a Hall of Fame talent. You don't you think – you're, you're the one – You don't that, think – that You have all this wow. Hall of Famers. You're surrounded by Hall of Famers uh, and you're Charles, Charles, oh my. Your hate, your hate, your hateration and holleration has got to stop in this dancery. You're, you don't think Antonio Brown is ho- worthy of the Hall of Fame, period. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he really – Okay. Okay. You're, I, yo, I, keep, keep telling me about those six seasons where you got 1,000 yards and, and let me know when uh, they hang a banner in Heinz Field for it. So let's continue. So, on. so, so wait, time out, time out. No, time out. Because again, this is football. This is not, but be- first of all, in sports in general, again, it's not all about the rings, bro. Yes, You're- it's not all about the rings. It's also about all the other things you brought to the game. And tell me, what did AB bring to the game? A record that nobody else has. What record? It's an, it, you, it, it, you are making this a record. You're saying, oh my God, he had all these thousand yard seasons consecutively. Like, who else had five in a row? I don't nobody. know. Nobody. Nobody. That's my point. Nobody else has more than four. We're like, what are you talking about? What are, what are you talking about? What are you, dude? This is the you're the, this is the okay. So he had six thousand yard seasons in a row, and wait, wait, come on. He he had six. It wasn't just thousand yard season. It was six consecutive seasons of over a hundred catches and over a thousand yards. Nobody else has done that, and like nobody else has had more than four. And that that's a record that. It's probably going to stand for a long time. Mike Thomas might have been able to do it, but he didn't do it this year. So my 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 point is that is that's a huge thing. And he was one of, if not the best receivers 
for the for the bulk of his prime. You're forgetting this isn't basketball where you play 20 years, bro. You usually only play all uh, 10 to 12 years. So if the if the majority you're of you're the, the one comparing him to Jerry Rice once again, like you're acting like I I'm just I'm I'm the only one comparing him to Jerry Rice. You're comparing him to Jerry Rice. No, but but you're the one saying he's not even a Hall of Famer. That's ridiculous. That's that's asinine to say he's not going to get in first ballot because of the off the field issues. He's not going to get in because of that alone, because if they didn't let T.O. in for the first two years, they're definitely not going to let A.B. in for his for at least for his first two years, maybe even first three years. But there's no way he's not a Hall of Famer. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And then I, and I, I forgot where he is on the all time rankings, but he's still in he's still up there in the all time rankings. So that that's 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 insane to say that he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. I, again, I'm not saying he's going to be first ballot. He doesn't deserve to be first ballot. I don't think that's an argument. Like, I really don't. I mean, I, to me, f- to me, if Meg again, if Megatron could be first ballot, so could AB. I'm Megatron's sorry. better than Antonio Brown. He's not. Be- that's insane. That's it's not insane. insane. So, so oh, oh, you're right because there's no way he would have had a thousand yards and a hundred catches with Big Ben throwing the ball, not Matt Stafford, right? Oh yeah, because Matt Stafford's a bum, really. No, because the Steelers are a better organization. Or they're not now. You, you guys are the same level as the Detroit Lions. Please make that argument. Uh, like, please. I would like you to. But, you're, but hold on. So for, for for Antonio, he didn't win a ring, so his stats don't count. But for Megatron, because he plays for the Lions, his stats count. I didn't even say though, his stats don't count. I'm he, saying, even I'm though he never even won a playoff how game. Great, how you want to argue that you had all this Hall of Fame talent that never won nothing. Yeah, we had two Hall of Famers. Yes, we did. And we, and we didn't. And we didn't. And unfortunately, we could not win. On um, when they were all together, one because we didn't have a defense. Your defense wins championships. We I keep saying that. I'm very consistent on that, Charles. As you know, in our Nets pod, I'm very consistent. On, we had zero defense, and we were carried by two Hall of Fame towns. Was the only reason why we won any of the games that we did win. I, I, I don't. I'm confused. I'm confused on why you're why you're not understanding this. So you had no other weapons. It we had AB on offense. We had Le'Veon Bell, but again, Le'Veon Bell was 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 hardly there for a whole season, and we had zero defense, and we had no number two wide receiver until Juju came. But that was for the what the last two of those six years. So I mean, like again, what 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 are we talking about? I don't know. You're the one that thinks he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, no, no. The stats prove he's a Hall of Famer. His his work on the field proves he's a Hall of Famer. Well, he has the ring now because he got carried to the ring. Yeah, I, I, again, I didn't I didn't say he didn't get carried to, to to a ring. I didn't say that. Like he's a Hall of Famer, I guess. Okay, <laughs> just saying. Like I guess he's a Hall of Famer. Like, so 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 in your so in your mind, Dan Marino shouldn't be a Hall of Famer because he has, he doesn't have a ring. No, but in my mind, I don't rank Dan Marino higher than all these quarterbacks that are better than him. Dan Marino for the for a Dan large, Marino's not the best quarterback in his draft. Dan Marino for a large Dan part. Marino isn't the best quarterback in his own draft. John Elway is. So okay. that's a great comparison. If you really Dan want Marino, you're, the one, okay. you're the one that puts that puts A B above like Randy Moss and, and all and all these actually great wide receivers. So if I, you want if you want to compare him to Dan Marino, one, fine, he's Dan him, Marino. He's like put, 10. I put him above Randy. That was it. And Dan yeah, Mar- he's not above Randy. Like just like just like Dan Marino isn't above John Elway. Dan Marino for the large portion of our lives was literally considered the greatest quarterback. It was him in Montana as considered the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Before Dude, I'm born, I'm born in 89. Dan Marino was not considered Joe Montana at any point in my life. Joe Dan Marino. Was considered if 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 it was Joe Montana, then it was Dan Marino, who's considered the second greatest quarterback of all time, and he had no ring. So what, dude? Uh, dude he you are literally trying to argue that in the nineties, Dan Marino was considered the second greatest quarterback of all time after saying like thirty seconds before that that it was him and Joe Montana. No, the fuck it wasn't. It was Joe Montana and then everybody else. I I remember being a kid at like six years old. I I, I saw Dan Marino jerseys like I saw Troy Aikman jerseys. Neither of them were Joe Montana. Yeah, but my point is he was considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time with no ring. So that's my point. Yeah, um, okay, but he's not the, the greatest quarterback in his draft is my point. You act like AB is the greatest wide receiver because you think like you're the only unbiased one when you're just a biased Steelers fan saying that. 
Like, let's be real, man. Like, Again, like, I did, I did like, like, like you had comparing to Marino, but, but it's, it's, it's a good comparison because there's plenty of quarterbacks that are greater than Marino. Just like there are plenty of wide receivers that are greater than Antonio Brown. It's not much, bro. I'm telling you. I, I'll give I give it to Jerry. I give it to T.O. After that, I don't know. I'll put That's a- crazy because Randy Moss is statistically better than T.O. So so the fact that you want to keep going, well, stats say, stats say Randy Moss is better than T.O. So if you're giving it to T.O., you got to give it to Randy Moss too. Stats don't say that. T.O. is second all time in touchdowns. Second to who? And to Jerry Rice. No, Randy Moss, Randy Moss and T.O. were tied in almost every statistical category that Randy Moss came back for that 49er season. Oh, 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 so okay. All right, I'm sorry, Randy Moss. That's <laughs> 100 yards more than I'm sorry. Oh, 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 no, now the now the stats don't oh matter because goodness. it doesn't back your, oh, your argument, but but but, right. but 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 obscure, but obscure. Oh, yeah, a thousand yards, six seasons in a row. What'd you win? That's not important. Remember Dan Marino? Okay. Oh, my goodness. All okay, right, Charles. All right, Charles, you're, you're not making sense, but let's just move on because because I this was not supposed to be an intone. I I just tried to give the dude some props and say, yeah, you, yeah, you're the only one trying to give a dude that didn't have like a hundred yard game in the Super Bowl props. I just you're, said you're giving, you're giving a dude that, just, that, that destroys Charles, multiple Charles. teams. Hold on, hold on. No, no. Hold on. You're hold the on, one that made on, this a thing. On, I just said on. I'm happy for him. Just like yeah, you said, I'm happy for JPP. I'm ha- I can't be happy for somebody. Yeah, why? No, JPP didn't destroy the Giants. Dude. JPP wasn't the worst thing in, in a locker room for no reason. JPP, dude, literally, JP, you know what's funny? The difference, they're kind of similar. They they both uh, metaphorically shot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. The one came back better than ever and the other is just lucky well okay but like i was trying to say before before we got off on this tangent this is what we do all i said was hey i'm hoping this is the start of his redemption that's all i was saying that's literally all i was saying hey i'm happy for him i hope this is the start of his redemption because i do believe he's one of the greatest receivers i've ever seen in my life and i hope that this is just the beginning for him. That's all I was trying to say. And then we got in this whole other tangent. Dude, if this is the beginning for him, he deserves a movie. I just want to say that. I want to say that. I want to keep repeating that part because I did say that. If this is the beginning of anything, he deserves comeback player of the year in a movie because the dude shouldn't even be in the league, let alone a champion now. And I agree with that. I agree. And I said the only reason why he's on the team is because Tom Brady wanted him. And Tom Brady wants him because he understands him. They were both six-round picks. They both went to small schools. They both played school in Michigan. Oh, excuse um, me. Excuse me. I got to throw up real quick while you're writing this Disney movie. <laughs> and they both and they both had to work hard to get to where – get work hard to get to where they went, uh, where they got to in life. So, I look – I'm as much as I hate Tom Brady, I am happy that he gave Antonio Brown another chance because I believe everybody deserves a second chance in life. Um, I'm not saying I would want Antonio Brown to marry my daughter. I'm not saying that I would love to hang out with him because obviously he's got some stuff in his life that he needs to figure out. But what I am saying is I appreciate greatness when I see it. And you cannot deny that Antonio Brown is all time great at his position. If you watch him every Sunday, like I did, I'm sitting and I'm telling you, I'm like, yo, this dude is one of the greatest I've ever seen in my life. He's that freaking good. And I hated that he derailed his own uh, career because his career was on a pathway to being maybe the all time great. And he to your point, he derailed it himself. So I don't feel bad for him in that regard because he did it to himself. But I'm also happy that he's getting a second chance. And I hope that he makes the most of it. Third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance. This is not a second. This is not the second. The Pats was the second, if like at, at least, if not if not the the being released from the Raiders with no type of anything, he just got his release. Okay, so it's the third chance. More than that, dude. It's just it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I wish I could just keep messing up and getting better opportunities. <laughs> like the, the you, it's the least deserving player that you praise mm-hmm. in anything we've talked about. Mm-hmm. It, it, any sport, any medium, even like take entertainment too. He's the least deserving person that gets the unforgettable one's praise. Yes, that's why I'm like this. Like, I, I don't even think he deserves you to be happy for him. He, but I also believe, I also believe CT. I really believe. Well, well, I, oh, hold on. I am not talking about, I don't want him to be happy in his personal life. Well, no, no, I'm you saying, I, I mean? like, no, no, I, I, I honestly believe his emotional and mental spiral happened because of uh, Vontez Burfick. I honestly believe that. 
Cause we had zero problems with him before that concussion. And then ever since then, he's been off the rails. So I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and talk about his mental state. I, I, I'm talking about what I see as a fan also because personal demons are personal demons, right? Like he could become, if, if he gets over them and it's not CTE, it was just him being an asshole. And then one day he's like a United States Senator. I'm not going to be like, Oh, you know, he's the devil. I don't think, I don't think that's what it is. I just don't think he deserves to get carried and then praised about his hall of fame career when I don't feel like he's earned that spot in the hall of fame, mostly because of the way he destroyed the thing that he built. No, true. Well, but here's my problem. I also, I, and I guess this is also my thing too. I hate when it's supposed to be on the field. You know what I mean? It's supposed to strictly be on the field. So I hate when we take our personal, our personal issues with somebody and destroy their legacy because of that. It's supposed to be on the field. Like, T, there's no way you can tell me T.O. is not a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. The fact that he got in on third ballot just for them to, just for the media to say, oh, well, we finally got you for getting us all those years. I'm like, yo, kill yourself. Like, it's not about you. It's about them. No, I agree with that. My my difference between T.O. and A.B. as a fan, right? T.O. never sucked. T.O., T.O., all the talk about destroying locker rooms and stuff, he helped get the Eagles get to a Super Bowl that they were definitely capable of winning. He improved the Dallas Cowboys. He he was a headache on the Niners, but I'm pretty sure the Niners would have liked to keep him. It just got to that point, right? Mm-hmm. AB without the Steelers is has been nothing. Like as far as on the field production goes, he's literally been non-existent. So I, I just feel that's like, a bit, like man, that's a very small sample size, though. Very no, small. it's been three. It's going on. This is going to be the third year coming up. That's my point. Yeah, you're saying you're saying it's a small sample played, size. One, he played one game with the Pats and he scored a touchdown. And by. whose fault is that? That's I, I, I understand. I Again, I'm not arguing that. I'm no, but arguing. you're saying you're saying it's a small sample size. It's only a small sample size because of him. Yeah, Again, I'm not arguing that. But I you, am not arguing that. Okay, so 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 how? And and, and by the way, it's been, a small, well, it's a small sample size. It's a small sample size because of him that affects. And him. by the way, stop saying it's been two years. It, he played it's going be, on three. It's going to be the, next, 2019, next year. Next year will be his third season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going but, on. But three. but my point is, if he stays on the Buccaneers, it'll be his first full length season. His first full length season because of his own fucking decision. I under, wait, first of all, why are we still talking about that? We have so much more to talk because about. Because me and you get distracted <laughs> easily. Like, 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 like just to keep We are always on brand here at BS Network. <laughs> always on brand. So you know what? Let's forget. If you couldn't tell, we're both spacing out, just screaming into the darkness at each other. Uh, forget, forget, forget the Super Bowl. It's over. It's time Brady's to go. I, you know. Build oh yeah, we're, oh that yeah, we're definitely me and. Brett agree. Tom Brady's the goat. If you don't think he's the goat, you think Montana's the goat. You're wrong. So Brady's the goat. Bill Belichick, you're an idiot. No, uh, no, no. Bill Belichick is a great head coach. Terrible GM. Great. Terrible head. GM. Terrible GM. Yep. So, that's, that's what I was gonna say. He's still a great head coach. He's still maybe the greatest head coach of all time. But GM, yeah. We Bill Belichick is so funny. You know, Bill O'Brien, all these other guys that gotten that head coach and GM thing, it never works. But we always say, oh, it works for Bill. It works for Bill. Mm, maybe it doesn't work for Bill. Maybe it doesn't. Not anymore, at least. Like, yeah, I, not I anymore. I got the like, list of all the awards in front of me. And like I said, I was not paying attention to the world on Saturday. At the time of recording, it is February 9th. So who knows what kind of crazy stuff is going to happen, you know, within the offseason now. We got the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Alan Fanica, Tom Flores, Calvin Johnson, John Lynch, Alan Fanica, Peyton Manning. Also, also uh, Steeler. Congratulations to you. Jesus. Bill Nunn, Drew Pearson, and Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. My, my two personal favorites on this list is Megatron and Charles Woodson. Obviously, I got to see Peyton Manning in his entire Hall of Fame career. Um, he got carried to that second Super Bowl, ironically saying, talking about people getting carried, but, if, but I feel like he's a little bit more deserving of two rings, but I have some problems with the awards by the AP. I'll read them all off. And the media had, are complaining had um, AP most valuable player went to Aaron Rodgers. AP NFL coach of the year went to the Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns AP assistant coach of the year went to Brian DeBow of, I hope I'm saying that right. Of the Buffalo bills. AP Offensive Player of the Year, Derek Henry, King Henry of the Tennessee Titans. AP Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald, probably arguably the best defensive tackle in the league. Ooh. 
Pepsi <laughs> Rookie of the Year and Offensive Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert. AP Defensive Rookie of the Year, Chase Young. AP Comeback Player of the Year, Alex Smith. And Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year, Russell Wilson. Now, MVP, I wanted Derrick Henry to, to win. My entire list sucks except for a Comeback Player of the Year. I, I think Justin Jefferson should have been Rookie of the Year. I think Derrick Henry should have been MVP. Yep. And I know um, you're gonna I know you're gonna go for your Steeler. I know you are, but I'm not gonna hate on Aaron Donald winning that award. I am because here's why I got the stats right here. Tackles, TJ Watt 53, Aaron Donald 41. Sacks, TJ Watt 15, Aaron Donald 13.5. Tackles for loss, TJ Watt 23, Aaron Donald 12. Pressures. T.J. Watt, 55, Aaron Donald, 42. QB hits, T.J. Watt, 41, Aaron Donald, 26. Forced fumbles, T.J. Watt, 2, Aaron, Aaron Donald, 4. Pass defenses, T.J. Watt, 7, Aaron Donald, 1. Interceptions, T.J. Watt, 1, Aaron Donald, 0. So in everything except for forced fumbles, T.J. Watt has more, more stats than Aaron Donald. And some of them, it's not even close. Okay, but I, I this is a real question, too. There's a real thing that I think played a factor into this and as you know when we were doing our predictions I thought Watt was going to win so how many times compared to Aaron Donald has he been double and triple teamed a lot but that's but we I don't think me and you could find that analytic stat that fast right now I'm just saying that's what we need to look up because if it is double the double for Aaron Donald as it is for Watt then this is kind of understandable I'm just saying no, that the difference in their it's still, it's Aaron Donald won because the Rams finished with the best defense in the league. And the only reason why the Steelers didn't is because our entire defense besides TJ Watt got hurt towards the end of the year. So here, so that makes sense though. So, so, so what, so pretty much what I've been hearing, but, but they I, have a great on. defense too, though. That, hold hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. Pretty much what you just said without, without even meaning to was that defensive player of the year is pretty much a glorified defensive MVP award. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. I know, but that's the problem because we could have an an MVP award for both sides of the ball. We might as well because every year one of us are pissed off. Like one side of the ball is pissed off. And what you're arguing is literal. You're like, he was the defensive player of the year. He was the best individual defensive player, which makes sense in the context of the title of the award. But conceptually speaking, we both know that it's a it's it's an underglorified MVP award for the defense now because the a defensive player is never going to win the AP MVP. So that's what I think is, is funny about it is that they're both deserving of recognition for what they were to their teams. But like what was the defensive player of the year? Donald was just the defensive MVP of the year. But the, but my, my thing is TJ Watt was still the def- like no matter how you slice it he was the defensive MVP like that's that's insane to say that he wasn't because he alone was doing so much for our team and he was usually the game wrecker for for the team and oh and people are gonna say well he had Fitzpatrick and Dupree oh I'm sorry so the Rams defense doesn't have names they don't have Jalen Ramsey who might be the best cornerback in the league this uh this year. They don't. They don't have other guys on that uh, defensive line as well. They they have a really good defense too. That they had the number one defense for a reason. So you can't even make the argument that Aaron Donald's like the one good player on that team and still putting up numbers. No, he's benefiting from great players around him too, just like T.J. Watt is. And yet T.J. Watt d- did more. He did more. It's just that's just simple. And like I said, the Steelers defense kind of collapsed towards the end of the year because everybody was hurt. TJ Watt was literally the last person left. And you saw what happens. Like, again, football is a team sport. No matter how good you are, you need other people to help you. Bud Dupree getting hurt was a big deal. Uh, TJ Watt did win the Deacon Jones Award, which is uh, for the person that led the league in in sacks. Right, but my thing is, I just read you the, the list, right? He literally has more better stats than Aaron Donald all around. The only thing he had less was two less fumbles. Oh, and by the way, he had those stats by playing one less game. Aaron Donald played all 16 games. T.J. Watt sat out the last game of the season. So in one less game, he still has better, way better stats than Aaron Donald does. And the only thing that Aaron Donald had, he had two more forced fumbles. Two more, that's it. 
I'm I'm more upset about Justin Jefferson getting snubbed the way he did. I think he was the obvious offensive rookie of the year. He broke all of Randy Moss's records. But that's my point. But that's my see. uh, So uh, that's what I'm saying. That entire list is garbage. Because well, not well, not maybe not Russell Wilson because I don't know what you know what other uh, players deserved it. But besides comeback player of the year, and I know Big Ben was on that list. But you know, no Alex Smith deserved that. I don't think I don't think anyone but Alex Smith deserved it this year. Big Ben, I'm sorry, you coming back from elbow surgery is a little bit different from this guy almost losing his life and then coming back. To I was going to say life. You, I heard the losing his little, and I was like, you better not say leg. You better say life. That no, yeah, no, scary. losing his life, losing his life. Um, so yeah. So comeback player of the year, Russell, and, and then also man of year with Russell Wilson. Okay. But we talked about this last time and you made a good point. I didn't think about it until you said it. I do hate the fact that it's basically just quarterback, a quarterback trophy. Like you might as well just give it to him. Cause again, how do you give Derrick Henry offensive player of the year, but yet he's not MVP? That doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like that, that honestly doesn't make sense. It's not because you can't even make the argument that Aaron Rodgers plays both sides of the ball because he doesn't. It's a it's football. So people play offense, people play defense, people play special teams. So you can't say, well, Derrick Henry was a better offensive player this year, but yet Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. That literally does not make sense. That doesn't compute. It's and I want to really- ask you something real quick. Because mm-hmm. me and you will argue our quarterbacks, you know, to the end of time, right? Just out of being a fan. This year, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. And it was another disappointing year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Where does Aaron Rodgers fit when it, when we're talking about Tom Brady winning seven, when Peyton Manning just entered the Hall of Fame, when he's in Green Bay with a constant specter of Brett Favre looming over him? Like ten years ago, I thought he was the you know the greatest quarterback in the league. I, I was arguing he was the greatest of all time because I thought if you dropped Aaron Rodgers under center on any team in history, he made it better. And now 10 years later, I don't feel the same way. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. It, as the years go on, the more and more I hate him for that Super Bowl. Because the way he played in that Super Bowl against us, I thought he was going to win the Super Bowl every single year. The throws he was making in that Super Bowl against my Steelers when we had a defensive player of the year and Troy Palomalo that year. I said to myself, oh, my God, this guy is unstoppable. His accuracy, everything that he was doing, we couldn't do anything about it. And there were times we read the play, and he still made the throw. And and matter of fact, it was a close game, and we almost won it, but it should have been a blowout. Jordy Nelson dropped, like, five passes, and three of them could have been touchdowns or would have been touchdowns had he caught it. So that's how great he played in that game. And I thought to myself, this guy is going to win – five rings at least i i honestly thought that and he hasn't really well he hasn't been to a super bowl since he's been to a couple nfc championship games but he hasn't even been to a super bowl since and i don't is he has one of the most fascinating careers i've ever seen because the talent definitely suggests he's probably top three all time and it's not three he's but, When trailing by more than one point in the fourth quarter to a team with a winning record and one and eight when trailing at halftime in the postseason. Which is insane because he's known for his Hail Marys and his uh, comebacks and all this other stuff. He um, I don't like I said, I don't I don't know, man. I don't I don't know where you he's such a fascinating thing especially when you consider the Packers have never drafted a wide receiver in the first round since they got him including last year when they drafted Jordan Love so when you put your shirt the Green Bay Packers so when you put that in context it's like well hold on we know he's a great talent but who you know where has the weapons been because he had weapons when he won but as the years went on as those weapons you know went to other teams or retired or did whatever they didn't really replenish them with much Devonte adams is a beast that's what i'm gonna say Devonte adams ain't a scrub you don't make, and, and he does have jimmy graham jimmy graham is one of these weird players where he gets a lot of hate because he wasn't as he wasn't tony g or, or gronkowski right but at the same time because he's not tony g doesn't mean he's a scrub like so i really do count him as a weapon he's not a He's not a bad starting tight end. Oh, no, Jimmy Graham's on Chicago this year. 
Oh, where is he? Interchange, inter- interchangeable tight ends. Right. Uh, he, Jesus. But he, he hasn't really had much consistency. Who's your tight end now? Damn it. It's, it's, it's some dude I can't even pronounce his name. Oh, but, he, but he but he made but he made him good. I mean Aaron Rodgers is I'm sorry. I've lost all track of time because Tom Brady won again. So I don't know if it's 2001 or 2021. Right. Uh it's you know Aaron Rodgers to me still has to be top five all time. It's just such a weird scenario because you look at him and you say he's got to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but the production, and he just won his third MVP. So, you know, that, that alone puts him in rare, rare air because I think only Brady and Manning have more than two. I think. If I oh, Mark, 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 Mark Lewis is, is the old tight end. That's just been a tight end forever in the league that they have. I was like, they have somebody that's a perpetual tight end in the NFL. Like he's just in the league forever. Yeah, but they don't even use him. They use this this other Robert uh, Tanyan. Tanyan, yes, Tanyan. I about to say it was, the name just came to me. But Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's weird, and, and I'm happy for him. I mean, he led the league in touchdowns, and I get that. But I think you brought up the the stats last time that he wasn't even top five in like any other category besides touchdowns. So it's like if you didn't throw for the most yards and you didn't do all this other stuff. So because you had the the best record in the NFC or MVP. Like I don't, it's MVP such a weird thing, especially in football, because it's like, what does that really mean? And I, and I'm, I'm with you. I think they should just give a quarterback award because I don't like the fact that it's just give it to whoever quarterback had a great year this year. How does Derrick Henry not win MVP? How does Justin Jefferson not win rookie of the year? That's insane. He broke all the rookie records, all of them. There has never been a rookie that has had a better year at the wide receiver position than Justin Jefferson. So how do you not give him the award? I understand uh, Justin Herbert also played well, but I'm sorry. Did he break any rookie records this year? Not that I know of. He didn't. He didn't embrace, he didn't have like one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time. He just had a great year. He just had a really good year and he looked the part. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not something that tells me that he should be rookie of the year. And I'm not hating on Justin Herbert. If this is any other year, I say give it to him. But how do you have a guy that breaks all the rookie records for a receiver and he still doesn't win the award? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. And like I said last time. Everybody says it's a quarterback-driven league. Yeah, it is, but it's also an offensive-driven league. So if we're going to be biased, at least be biased to all the offensive players because all of their stats are going to be boosted, not just the quarterbacks. Before before we wrap it up, there's been one thing that I don't believe we've actually talked about, and, and I want to give you a couple minutes. Talk about your Steelers, man. What are you doing in the draft? My Steelers need a lot. I, I hope we draft a running back. A running back. We need we need a running back. We definitely need a running back. We de- I don't know if it has to be the first round, but we need a running back. We need offensive linemen. We're gonna have to get another receiver to replace Juju because I don't think he's coming back. He's been connected to the Jets at the time of this recording earlier today, February 9th. I, there's rumors that the Jets are interested in Juju. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, uh, St- Matt Stafford been traded yeah we gotta talk about that great i think it's a great trade a lot of people hate on matt stafford i think matt stafford's a great quarterback um there's a stat that said he's never had a running game that has been better than 23rd in the league ever which is insane because he did have reggie bush and people are gonna laugh when i say that but reggie bush was far from a scrub yeah reggie bush i think is the only thousand yard rusher for the detroit lions since uh (laughs) Since uh, Barry Sanders retired, so I mean, was that a, did, did was he close to having a thousand and a thousand? Was wasn't he catching the ball too? I I don't know. Probably I don't I mean, he did he didn't. I don't believe he did. But I think that he was like he could have or something. But he's Reggie Bush, so I don't think he played the full season. Right. So he's never had a rushing attack better in twenty third, and he's never had a top ten defense. So wait, again, he's never had a top ten defense. He's never had a top ten defense. That's that's impossible, dude. When 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 Sue. Was breaking out that that defense was 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 beastly. 
he's not that's that's the stat. I mean, I, no, wait. So, like, but you know what I'm talking about. I can't remember the exact. No, no. I was surprised when I read that too, because I was like, wow. And Adamakis Sue was definitely winning Defensive Player of the Year. But again, that's just one defensive player. I mean, yeah, but that defense was was good. Nah, but the more I think about it, they weren't good. They just had a great front four, and they and they and they you know got a lot of pressures. But the more I think about it, because you got to remember that was still when they had Calvin Johnson, and that was still when they were losing like you know, 40 to 35 every year, every, so, every week. But you were saying about uh, Matt Stafford, you think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade too. That's why I think me and you keep forgetting it happened is because when me and you agree, just like, that's a good trade. It's hard to kind of predict these types and, of things, and especially e- a quarterback trade. And because- real, real quick, Eagles fans, uh, for all the Eagles fans that, oh, well, we need that for Carson Wentz. You're not going to get that for Carson Wentz. It's two, it's, it's apples and oranges. The Rams had to overpay because they were also up. You were also getting rid of uh, Goff's contract, which the Lions were taking over. And they don't want Goff, but they had to bring somebody back in the meantime. And they had to take that money. And they didn't really have any first round picks this year to play with. So they had, that's why they gave us so many future picks for these picks mind you they made it to the playoffs and won a game and they're hoping to make it to the playoffs the years prior so it's not like they're getting top 10 draft picks they're getting late 20s draft picks which is why they gave up so much to get Stafford there's no way in hell the Eagles are going to get something similar for Carson Wentz now you might get like a first and a third this year so let's say the Colts say yo we want them you might get a first and a third this year and a second next year and to me that's great compensation if you can get Carson Wentz, but for, but I read a report that the Eagles want basically what, what the lions got that, that, that makes zero sense. Matt Stafford, even though he's older, he's still considered a really good quarterback. Carson Wentz, a lot of people don't believe he's good anymore. So, and he has a bad contract. Matt Stafford didn't have a bad contract. So the Rams were getting rid of a bad contract in order to get Stafford. And they didn't have as many picks to play with, which is why they had to overspend. The Eagles are getting rid of the bad contract. Um, and, and depending on who you're dealing it to, whether or not they believe he could still be good or not, you're not going to get the same compensation that you would for Matthew Stafford. Sorry, oh, wait, wait, Fred, are you a Giants fan? Because I was told whenever ever someone criticizes Carson Wentz or the Eagles organization, such as you have, they're obviously a Giants fan. No, I actually hate the Giants as well. But I hate when people are unrealistic uh, or when people look at trades and they look at it out of context or not in the vacuum. Like, oh, well, if this person is getting this, then this team should get this for Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. Deshaun Watson, maybe you can say they will get that because Deshaun Watson's a maybe the second best receiver quarterback in the league and you know and he's only 25 so any team that wants him is going to have to pay a high price to get him Carson Wentz has a contract that nobody wants and is a commodity that although he's young although he still has potential people are very iffy on if he'll ever be great again oh and he's injury prone so nobody's going to give up that much to get him especially, like I said, his contract situation. The Colts might say, hey, we got Frank Wright, who was the quarterback's coach in Philly in his MVP season, so maybe we're the team that can unlock him again. But even then, you're not going to get a whole treasure trove of, of picks. Like I said, if you get a first and third this year and a second next year or even a third next year, that's a great – that's great. Like you take that, and especially if you're the Eagles because you still have the sixth pick in the draft. So Somebody, somebody asked me – if I would tr- make a trade as a Giants fan for Deshaun Watson, and I and I didn't even say what, I just said send it. <laughs> like, what, what what if it's I'm like I don't care, send it. They're like, so would you give up two firsts, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley to get Deshaun Watson? And I said immediately said yes. They're like, oh wow. I'm like, what do you mean, oh wow? I- I'm one of the biggest Saquon Barkley fans there is, but Deshaun Watson isn't just a quarterback. Yeah, like I, I don't understand how some people are hating on Jets fans when this is he would immediately be the best quarterback in their history. Like it's that's how sad Jets history is when it comes to quarterbacks because you know Joe Namath put up numbers that can't compare to Donovan McNabb, but <laughs> and, and and that's not hating on Joe Namath. Joe Broadway Joe is is not a hater of the new game. He is well aware. He's still a fan of the game. He would probably tell you. He couldn't compare it to Deshaun Watson, or he might not because he is forever roll tied. And, you know, the Crimson Tigers did beat 
Bama in the title game. But apparently many people forget Deshaun Watson has been balling since birth. So yeah, Deshaun, I don't know, man. I I, I, I I can't believe we're sitting in a world well, where this, all these you know, franchise quarterbacks. I'm not going to so, so here's the funny thing. I'm not going to lie to you because somebody keeps bringing up, well, should the Steelers do it? And I said, well, what are the Steelers going to give up? Because we can't even give up Juju because it's not the NBA where you can do a signing trade unless Juju wanted to go there, which I don't think anybody wants to go there because that's a problem too. The, the, that Houston deal, is that's such a toxic organization right now. Not, not so many players want to go there. So the question is, well, well, would you do TJ Watt? I don't know if I would do that. Bro, yeah, you do. Yo, 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 here, listen, listen, no bullshit. Stop it. Stop it. Or share the bud, but I need you to stop it first. Here's here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. Nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Here's why I say that. No, you don't say that. Deshaun Watson would start if Big Ben stayed. Deshaun Watson starting over him. No, I, I, of course. That's not even that's not even a question. That's but here's hear me out when I say that. Again, I just went through this where I have a quarterback who when playing his best as a top four quarterback, I had maybe the best receiver in the league. I had when went on the field, maybe the best running back in the league. When I, when you don't have a defense, it doesn't matter. And Deshaun Watson is better than Big Ben. Don't get me wrong, but my point is he hasn't won anything in Houston yet. Let's let's keep it real. And part of that is because his defense is up and down and stuff like that. So if I'm losing Juju, if I'm losing TJ Watt, I probably now can't even afford to bring back Bud Dupree. So now I have Deshaun Watson, great. I still don't have an offensive line, still don't have a running game, and now my defense is worse than what it is than what it was. That now I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know. You know what I mean? At some point, you say to yourself, when is you? Because you got to at least be able to win with him and not yeah, waste. Yeah, but you say time. all the you ask you ask all these questions after you acquire Deshaun Watson. I, I mean, I get it, I get it. I I just think the Steelers are gonna have to give up a whole lot to get him, and that might include T.J. Watt. And my point is, once you do all that, how are you replenishing what you gave up? Hey, I, hey, I have to say this to you. I have to be the fan that's like, no, bro, you do it, and, and re encourage you because you you are right to say what you're saying right now. You just argue this dude should have been Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Like you, th- there would be a disconnect, that cognitive dissonance, if you were sitting here saying how this guy is the best player on defense in the league and then immediately saying you would trade him. So I just want to let you know, you're not in the wrong here. I'm just saying as a friend, no, man, you, you add him. Like, like you're not wrong for being hesitant about it at all, <laughs> just to be clear. I mean, if the Steelers had – if the Steel, I'll put it to you this way. Let's say the Steelers had that Dolphins pick, like somehow we had a top 10 pick that wasn't even ours or something like that, and all it would take – if it was just a picks thing, then I would do it in a heartbeat. But we don't have the picks, which means we're going to have to get rid of players. And now once you get rid of picks and players, it's like, wait a minute. Well, Deshaun Watson, are you even coming to a better situation? Like, if I'm Deshaun well, Watson – Honestly, yes. And, and – and you know, before all this fugaziness with the Texans the last season, they, they've always been like a, one of those low-key teams I just root for because I saw them be created. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I kind of just want them to have success just because of how young the team is. The Deshaun Watson would be in such a better position with the Roonies in Pittsburgh than he is with the McNairs in Houston. Oh, of course. So, well, so I, I guess my I question think, is... I, I have so much more confidence in your organization as a Giants fan mind you i don't want to see you guys but i want to see my team win i have the utmost utmost just faith in the steelers organization if they were to acquire deshaun watson you guys would win at least one super bowl with him i would hope so that's why you're doing it no i know that's why you're doing it but i'm being dead serious like i depending on which you have the year shape out those those will be one of those teams i'm always betting 50 bucks on well also also remember the Steelers are not one of those teams. Again, you're giving, you're going to give up a lot of draft picks. Steelers don't do free agency. They don't do many trades. We usually build our team through the draft. So if we don't have the represent draft picks, that makes it that much harder. It's not like we're one of those teams that are going to say, okay, well, now that we have Deshaun Watson, we'll just sign this dude or make this. It's not like we're Sean Marks where it's like, okay, we're going to make these small little moves to build our roster. That's not usually how we do things. We usually just draft, 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 draft. So if you're going to give away all your draft picks you better be very confident in your ability to hit diamonds in the rough every single time you're picking um because like i said even even as a if i'm deshaun watson why would i go to the jets again they're going to give up the number two pick in the draft they're going to give up all these picks to get you 
and then you go there, you still don't have an offensive line. You still don't have wide receivers. You're going to be in the same and, – and it's a terrible organization. You're just going to be in Houston all over again just in colder weather. Miami, you do at least have a defense already there. You do at least have Devontae Parker, and you have some weapons, but they still have one of the worst offensive lines of football. And, by the way, uh, we, we talk about their weapons. I believe they had to throw in the tightest windows in the NFL this year. So that means your receivers aren't getting open. So, again, my, the Jets in Miami have the best compensation to get Deshaun Watson. But if I'm Deshaun Watson, I don't know how confident I would be to go to those organizations because I feel I'll be in the same position that I was in Houston. But well, at least Last, last had, point, because we got to wrap it up. To, yeah. your, to the two teams that you just said, if I have to choose between those two, as, as they're currently constructed right now, the Dolphins have the better defense and are closer to having an elite level defense, comparatively speaking, to the Jets. Right. So I think that would be the, where to land because let's be real, since they started this rebuild, they are rebuilding and they do look good. But where, where can they find you, bro? They can find me at Never for Brett Me, N E V A underscore the number four, B R E T T underscore M E. And we are at the dope blog, the underscore dope blog on Instagram. At the dope blog, all one word on Twitter, at the dope blog and podcast on Facebook. Peace. Peace. Don't bother me, I'm working. Don't bother me, I'm 